We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Buzella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today's Jill Friday. She's going to talk about a little how a little kindness goes a long way. Yep. Boy, isn't that the truth? <laughs> is this is not, I'm just laughing. No, this is not directed at poor Jack here. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he might get something out of this. I don't know. Just just saying. <laughs> we just say, we, you know, it's funny. This is not what the show is about. I mean, it is kind of, but we have different management styles. This is not about your employees, but it kind of could be. But but Jack and I have different ways of coaching and motivating and mentoring our staff and <laughs> This, this could apply there. I'm very kind right at the beginning. Oh, sure. We all are. You start off great. That's the best <laughs> part. You start off great. And I and then the person's going, what just happened? <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question. We're going to roast Steve today, posted mm -hmm. by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. And comment on the shows you like. Aaron, is, it, is this the same Aaron or different yep. Aaron? Oh, it's the same Aaron? I don't know. I'm I not sure know. if it's the same person. All right. Well, Aaron wrote, it is clear now from the many videos I've watched that the biggest thing is to, all caps, I love this, send out mail. It solves all problems. More deals, better selection to choose from, more money, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I get it. But does anyone have a good metric on the number of mail pieces and on average it takes to get a one closed deal? We have all this. Yes. yes. Like 2,000 mailers on average will lead to one closed deal because I'm trying to work backwards. I'd like to have three good deals per month on my desk. How much mail will that take on average? That's in the equity planner, isn't it? Yeah, it's all in there. 2,000 is a, a really good number. Mm -hmm. 2,000 mailers is, is a per closed make money deal is great. Mm -hmm. If you want an insurance policy, mm -hmm. let's do some math real quick because this is a Jill show and I wanted to get to it. Okay. Let's just say it costs 50 cents a mailer to send out. So you send out 2000 you spend $1,000. If your target net equity per deal is $30,000, you spend 1000 bucks to make 30. Nobody's going to argue with that. No yeah. one. Let's say you want to buy the best deals ever. You want to remove all the risk from anything that you're doing here entirely. So you send out 6,000 and you pick the best one. Now you spent $3,000 to make 30,000. You see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. You wanna make super share because you've got pricing and you get it and you've got somebody to answer your phone, whether it's yourself or somebody like Jill or however you're manipulating and all the answers to all this is in the, in, are in the Land Academy program. So you send out 10,000 units. Spend five thousand dollars to make thirty. It still works. Mm -hmm. We got it. <laughs> Can I? Do you want me to read what Lori wrote here? Sure. Too? So Lori, uh, one of our moderators, this is very sweet. Responded with this: "This is like asking how much for one entree. <laughs> it depends on the quality of the restaurant. Is it a good zip code? How popular it is? Is it obvious that many people are mailing there? Your budget. Are you picking a location by what you can afford or?" 
uh, to buy, or are you planning on getting funding? The rarity of the meal ingredients, is it waterfront land, incredible views, and to a large degree, the mood of the chef when he makes the menu, AKA the seller. So no answer is right or wrong, just like another person here said, it depends. It's kind of funny. But I think you still can, you can tie it to a number. 2,000, 2,500. Yeah. We tie it to a number. And, and we, always, most, we always do If you better. follow the way we do it, you can tie it to a number. Yeah. How's that? 2,000 is good. Thank you. Today's Jill Friday. She's going to talk about how a little kindness goes a long way. This is the meat of the show. Okay. In Career Path, we were all reminded this by a presentation recently by my transaction coordinator, Jan. She was sharing with the group, A, how to find, hire, train, especially remotely, train and groom a transaction coordinator for yourself. And then also one of the number one jobs of every transaction coordinator is get these deals done. You know, working with escrow on the buy side and the sell side, getting them moving through the process as fast as possible. And one of the common themes that Jan was hitting home, which I firmly agree on, is a little kindness goes a long way. If you call escrow and you're right out of the gate, you're the yelly, bitchy person. You think they're going to be the one calling you back right away? Are they going to be real? Is you're going to be at the top of the pile <laughs> in their desk? Think about it. No, you're not. So, and it's not just escrow. So I want to I want to cover this here for a few minutes. Um, it's it's everyone. You know, it's not only your staff. It's talking to the county talking to planning and zoning, talking to recorders, talking to, you know, whatever, you know, your bank, anyone that you need something from, think about this. A little kindness goes a long way, especially in today's environment. I'm really finding that you have really good customer service, which is very, very rare, or you have mediocre or really bad customer service. I'm finding that a lot. Sometimes it's just, you can't even get somebody on the phone. That's, to me, is bad customer service. I lump it in with that. You could either have a really uh, um, horrible uh, person working and answering the phone and getting it done, and or no one, and make me push all the buttons and do all the work myself. I'm I walk away with equally dissatisfied service, and I'm looking for a new bank, or I'm looking for a new dry cleaners, or you know, fill in fill in the blank. So. When do you do this and what's appropriate? So first of all, think about who you're calling right away and what you want out of them. And, and, the, and, and you will immediately, you know, it helps put you in the mindset of, all right, I need to chill out here. I got to come at this nice because I need this person to get this done for me. I'm calling the county. I need to find out the answers. I need to let them know I did some work here. I want them to feel good about me. I'm going to be nice. I've talked about this before where I'm like, just starting off with a, hey, how are you? Any kind of an opening pleasantry out of the gate is a nice thing that the majority of their callers don't do. And they appreciate that from you. Um, even things like, you know, when you get an escrow agent, this is, you know, Jan's right about this one too. When you ask them, how do you like to communicate? Don't shove your way down their throat. How do they like to communicate best? It's too easy. They say, I'm a, I'm a text person. I'm a phone person. I'm an email person. I'm a whatever person. Great. Got it noted. That's how we'll, that's how we'll get this done. And, and you get bonus points just for asking. That's the part I think people miss. 
not only knowing how they like to communicate, but just asking it, asking how they are, asking how they like to communicate, puts you at the top of the list. And then what's appropriate? So we're, it's not even just a little kindness on the phone, how you work with them. You know what's, what's funny? I have, I have trained myself. My team doesn't even know that I do this. When I reach out to my team, there's a lot of pleases and thank yous. Before I even in, in our little, um, we use Teams like Slack or, you know, Skype, whatever. It's Teams now, what we use. And, and I, I am constantly reading my one sentence to make sure there's a please in there. Me too. Or a thank you in there. And I'm usually, I want both. I want to please yeah, when I too. ask it and a thank you when they say, got it, sure. I say, thank you. You rock. You're awesome. You know, because those, they may, like I said, they may not even realize, they don't know that I'm consciously doing it, I'm sure. And they probably don't even realize, you know, that, that, that they pick up on that. It's, you know, it's, so that goes a long way. Just your little communication, but also I want you to be reminded that uh, that escrow agent who has now done 10 deals for you and answers the phone when you call and uh, when you say, I screwed this up, can you help me fix it? They say, sure. Boy, do they deserve a treat. And I mean, you need to mail them something and ask them what they like. You could surprise them or ask them. Cookies, brownies, cupcakes. Um, I'll never forget the first time or like it was... I think we've had it twice because I said it, I brought it up, but back, it's a bummer because we, it was great when we were all in an office together. Pre-COVID, my whole Land Academy team was in one office together in Redondo Beach and it was fun. We had a blast. And now and then we would get treats sent to us that we could share as a team. And one time someone sent us, it was a, it was a Land Academy member who sent us Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory caramel apples. They read my mind. I don't know how they did that, but that was the bomb. So that's one of the, actually, that's a COVID thing that I miss that we can't do. But, and and I think escrow people, they do have an office, they have an address, and I know that there's times they have to get together and do documents because of signing and things like that. So they, they're there. So send them those treats. You want to be their favorite customer and always get the best price and get the best experience, get the best service and get all your transactions done first. That's what you do. <laughs> we, Jill and I, uh, started land Academy in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And before that I was on and off in Arizona since the early nineties, buying and selling land and got sidetracked and got W2 jobs and careers and took companies public and stuff. But I would, until about 2015 and 16, we were in Arizona together. And we decided to move to Los Angeles just to have a change because we, we could and our companies are, are autonomous and, uh, you know, we can work from home. And so we lived there for about five years and COVID happened. And I learned, uh, I didn't realize it until we moved back. We, we, we are here now back in Arizona. And I didn't realize how angry Los Angeles is mm. until I got back here. Really? Yeah. I talk about a little bit of kindness. Mm. There was not, every time I'd walk yeah. out the door. We didn't drive anywhere because our office was real close. We'd take our bike or walk. There's all, all kinds of incidents. Just really, really. And we lived in a sleepy little beach town that was probably set up for some postcard Norman Rockwell. Mayberry by it's, the sea. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's really what it was. Filled with packed full of the most angry people. I'm from That's Detroit. What it was. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> I, I grew it up with angry changed. people. So yeah, you know, and I'm not. Look, I'm not. That's not what this dog. is about. This is positive. No, I know it's positive. This is Jill show. If you're not here. positive. I'm cutting you off. When we came back to Arizona, <laughs> and I have never seen more happy people. Yeah, just talk about immediate pleasantries in the grocery store. Yeah. So it's just a huge sigh of relief. If you're in an environment where that's not happening, you can make a change. Okay. <laughs> and take care of your people. Send yeah. the county treats too, yep. by the way. That's a good thing too. If you just got five deeds coming in a week and mm-hmm. uh, you screwed up two the other day, <laughs> they had to send it back to you and they were nice enough to call you and say, I'll just keep it on my desk. Okay, yeah. that deserves a nice treat and they'll appreciate you and take care of you. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com, created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy to join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Join us next week for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I was positive. You did very well. I'm proud of you. You, was, was, it, was it very hard for you? Was that hard? That's Jill's pleasantry right there. Please be nice <laughs> on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in. We hope you find this valuable and we appreciate your support. Always don't forget, we have a YouTube channel. Find <laughs> it and hit subscribe. And we'd love to hear your comments. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration. It's by Undervalued Property.